You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. In this episode, we're going to dive into a concept that, if mastered, can significantly level up your social media growth and your monetization by leveraging one of arguably the most powerful things in the world, the human brain. So some of you may know I love psychology. It's actually what my college degree is in, and I truly believe that understanding basic and marketing psychology can make all the difference to succeeding online. And today, we're specifically discussing the habit loop, which is an extremely simple but equally powerful concept. The concept was popularized by Charles Duhigg, I believe is how you pronounce it, in his best-selling book, The Power of Habit. And I'm going to be so, so honest with you right now. I don't actually love the experience of reading the book. Some people absolutely love it, so don't just take my word for it. However, I do love the psychological concepts from the book, and that's what I want to talk about today. By understanding and harnessing the power of the habit loop, we can create meaningful and engaging content that not only attracts a loyal following, but also encourages specific actions or outcomes from that following. And this could mean increased comments and shares, more likes, more DMs, or even conversions into sales. And the beauty of the habit loop and why I wanted to talk about it on this show specifically is that it can be adapted to anyone. Any creator, any business, any lifestyle, personality, energy level, etc. So, first things first, how does the habit loop work? The habit loop is made up of three key components the cue, the routine, and the reward. The cue is what triggers a specific habit, it's a piece of information that suggests there's a reward to be gained in our brains. And it could be anything. It could be a location, a time of day or day of the week, an emotional state or beyond. And once the cue triggers your brain, you move into that routine. And the routine is the habit. It's the actual behavior you perform because of the cue. And it can be a physical action, a mental thought process, or even an emotional response. And then finally, we get to the reward. This is the end goal of the habit loop. The reward helps your brain figure out if this particular loop or habit or routine is worth remembering in the future. It's basically what satisfies the craving that the cue initiates. And I'm going to give an example that if you're here listening, I guarantee you can relate to. Have you ever opened Instagram and then closed it and then immediately opened it again out of habit without even thinking about it? That's because of the habit loop. That's because the cue of seeing your phone or seeing the Instagram app or holding your phone, etc., triggers the routine or habit of your thumb just moving over to the Instagram app to open it in order to receive that reward that you may often get from Instagram, which is that dopamine spike from seeing social media interaction or even just consuming entertaining content. And the reason your thumb will just sometimes betray you and just open an app without your true acknowledgement or intent is because over time, habit loops become more and more and more automatic. The brain starts expecting the reward as soon as it recognizes the cue, making the routine almost subconscious. 
And it's a super powerful process and it's happening in our lives every day, often even without us realizing it. The habit loop is so integrated into social media in particular that I would argue that success of social media platforms like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram have been built on their ability to tap into these habit loops. So how can we tap into the habit loop as the content creators or entrepreneurs in these spaces to achieve specific outcomes for ourselves? There are so many examples, a bajillion, but I'm going to go over three specific examples for you. So example number one, let's say you're a content creator in the fashion niche, and maybe you're just getting started and you were just approved for an Amazon storefront, and you're excited about it, but you want to start making enough conversion from your commission links to make it worth your time. So here's just one way you could use the habit loop to achieve that outcome. First of all, you want to determine a cue that you're going to use to trigger your audience. So in this case, let's say you decide to make that cue a specific content format. Now remember, you're a fashion creator in this example. So let's say get ready with me style videos is going to be your cue. Now what you want to do is follow up with consistency and create a routine once they see that trigger. So in this example, you may, after every single get ready with me video that you post, put all the details of your outfit over on your Instagram stories with your Amazon storefront commission links and then save them to a highlight. And after some consistency of you telling your audience that's where they can find the links for what they want to shop from your Get Ready With Me outfits, you're going to create a habit in your audience where every time they see that Get Ready With Me video, without you even having to tell them, they're going to know if they want to shop that item then they are going to go over to your Instagram stories or to that highlight that you saved on Instagram, which is the reward for them. Because if they're following a fashion influencer, it's likely that they value fashion and that that would be a reward for them, right? And so the idea here is that you're reducing friction. It's automatic within this viewer. It's something that is signature, that they know about you and your account in your content almost subconsciously to an extent if you're consistent with it, right? And a great example of someone who does this is Mary J. Skinner. She does a great job of being very consistent with where she provides details and when so that I'm sure she reduces friction and enhances those sales conversions. So let's go on to another example just to make it more clear. So example number two, let's say that you're a fitness coach who wants to increase their reach and engagement on social media. You could achieve this outcome by starting a series or a challenge that aligns with your target audience's desires. For example, say they want to get a booty without going to the gym. (laughs) So in this case, you could make your cue releasing a new part of your series, maybe called like at home booty bootcamp each Sunday of the week. And that's your audience's cue, Sunday. Okay. Oh, it's Sunday. So that new episode or you know post of the series must be up from my favorite creator. And then you just need to follow through then with the routine of since your audience knows and you know they want that reward of learning to get a booty at home, then you're going to follow through with that value every Sunday with a video of how to get a booty from home. And then the reward for that viewer is getting that information that is so valuable to them in that moment. And it creates this routine for them to come back to your page at least every Sunday. And as we all know, 
any repetition like that, it makes that creator your bestie, right? And they're not just going to come to that one video. They're going to check out more of your information because once you have convinced or proven that you are credible with one piece of information, they're going to trust you enough to seek out more information from you. And that's when they're going to go binge more of your content and head over to the rest of your profile. So it just creates this kind of cyclical environment for engagement. Okay. So that's a second example. A third example I'm going to use myself for. So I'm an online coach and I can use the habit loop to create purchasing habits within my community. And so can you. When I launch an offer, I usually pre-sell it. And this means that I will give those who purchase before launch a big discount and bonus. Because I've done this so consistently now throughout the years, I've created a habit within a lot of my community where they know that when I announce a new offer, that's a cue for them that they should purchase sooner rather than later if they're interested. And that's the routine for them in order to get the value of the offer at a discount and with bonuses, which is the reward for them. And because I have consistently done this and consistently then followed through with a good customer experience and a good offer and good bonuses, et cetera, I've acquired this foundation of ride or die customers who purchase all my offers right when I drop them because they already know the reward that's coming. And the trust at that point is a habitual, easy, subconscious choice. Now, I know I said only three examples, but this next one is a bit different and it honestly deserves its own episode. So maybe I'll do that one day, but it's an example of how you can also use the habit loop to enhance your productivity and your workflow as a content creator or a work from home entrepreneur. So for example, when I first became a work from home creator slash entrepreneur full time, not having accountability from a boss made it really hard for me to focus on getting work done at first, especially being neurodivergent. And I felt a lot of friction, particularly around getting started at an exact time in the morning. I don't know why that was just my thing that stressed me out. So instead, I considered the habit loop and I made an effort to make my morning coffee my new cue instead of the clock, since the clock, for whatever reason, caused friction for me or anxiety. So I told myself, After I finish my first cup of coffee each day, that's when I'll get started with work. So eventually, finishing my last sip of coffee became this just subconscious cue to get up off the couch and go ahead and head into my office. My habit or routine became, you know, working. (laughs) And so I actually do monotasking sprints in that time, which if you don't know what that is, you can learn more about it in episode two because it is life-changing. But basically... My routine became working for a couple hours, and then I made an intentional reward, which was my lunch break. And I even would say, okay, I get to watch one episode of a TV show as my reward as well, just to enhance this loop, right? And by repeating that, I didn't feel that difficulty with getting started anymore. And honestly, I could talk about the applications for the habit loop to social media all freaking day long. But I think these examples really encompass the power and the results that you really can yield online through intentional consistency. So whether it's posting a question box on the same day of the week at the same time of the week on Instagram stories every week in order to get more responses so that people know when to expect it and create that habit in your community, or maybe starting a new daily or weekly or monthly series on TikTok so that people know when they can get certain information, or creating a signature launch strategy 
so that people know when they should buy if they're interested. So for the takeaway of this episode, I just challenge you to take a look at at least one area of your online presence or your business, or maybe even just your life (laughs) that may benefit from the power of the habit loop and brain dump some ways that you can implement it. So sit down and write down, you know, maybe a list of correlating cues and routines and rewards slash outcomes and get really specific with some action steps that you can take in order to implement those into your strategy. If you want to learn more about The Habit Loop, I will go ahead and link the book, The Power of Habit, for you. Again, tons and tons of people love the book, but I'm also going to share my favorite resource about learning about The Habit Loop, and that is the handle of Miss Shelby Sacco, and she shares all kinds of relatable and tangible ways that you can implement The Habit Loop into your life. So that's it from me for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.